the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hey all, good morning, good evening, whenever you are listening to this, this is Witch Dragon for the show One One Drunk Hole Podcast. I hope everyone's ha- being well and having a good Valentine's Day. This is part two of the mini-series, as I like to call it. You remember those mini-series back in the day? Well, I mean, I do anyway. You know, I mean, now they're called limited series, but, you know, whatever. Okay, so clearly what I'm saying is this is this one's going to be about Valentine's Day. I know I am, frankly, probably a little late doing all this. Let me just be honest. I probably should have done this a touch earlier. But you know what? We're going to just make it work. And besides, worse comes the worse. For next year's Valentine's Day, I will just use this as a podcast and I'll just do, you know, that will already be done. So you know what? We're going to make it work one way or the other. And that's all there is to it. Anyway, so we're going to do a wine review shortly. I'm going to read the history. Hopefully I don't butcher nothing today, although I make you no promises. I absolutely, I absolutely do not. And then we're going to go into some story time. And then we're going to close. I'm going to try not to keep this show too long. I'm going to try. But we know I like to be long. Who we kidding? Who we kidding? But I'm going to try not to today. I'm going to try and keep it as a decent hour. Well, a decent amount of time, let me say. I, I, it's not, I'm going to try not to keep it an hour. Anyway, of course, it'd be nice if I wouldn't do all this caterwauling now, wouldn't it? Anyway. All right. And, of course, I'm going to provide the link, you know, to all the hit, that all the things I'm reading, which is from Google, it, you know. So it's not anything elaborate that anyone else could not get. Let me tell the truth. Real quick, shameless promotion. If you're looking for your own psychic reading, please email me at PSRWORK101 at yahoo.com. Or if you have any products or things you'd like me to advertise, please email me and contact me at the same email, which is, again, PSIWORK101 at yahoo.com. Now, if I said that too fast, which is more than plausible, I'm going to do my best. So put it in the comments like always. That way you have it. All right. Thank you all for your support first first and foremost. Without further ado, let's begin the wine review. Now today, as I love Gallo Wine, that's the company by the way, seem to be grown favorite sweet wines. Today we're trying a new flavor, or at least new to me, sweet pineapple. Now, I'm going to taste it for you obviously, and I'm going to tell you how what I think about it. But so far it has great color. Just the right amount of bubbles. Mm-mm-mm. It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. And this time I chilled the damn thing. So I feel actually I'm getting enough flavor from it. It's not overly sweet where, you know, you shouldn't eat anything else sweet with it. But it's definitely, I think, would be great paired with savory stuff. Or stuff that's a little less or a little more bland. You know, to help balance out the flavors, if you will. Like, if you do something spicy, I think it'll balance it out. All in all, I don't think you can go really wrong, wrong with this wine. It's just that good, I can't put the damn thing down. So, the color is balanced. 
It does make you think of pineapple. The bubbles are just the right amount. The taste is crisp, clear. Having it chilled actually helps bring out the flavor, at least for me anyway. And if you pair it with something savory or something spicy, maybe if you really don't mind sugar on sugar, you know, something not too sweet if you have it, like with a dessert, I guess, then I think you're good. But I, in my opinion, you know, you know your taste buds better than I do. I'd go with something sweet or savory with this. I mean, spicy or savory with this wine. But all in all, I, I really think it's one of the... I don't know if it's my favorite wine yet, but it's 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 definitely a close second. All right. Now that we've got that settled, I give it two, two glasses up. Now, I'm also looking forward to Star, uh, Star Trek's Picard. I want to see what's going to go on with that. And... They still haven't explained what happened with him and Beverly, but I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess we're just never going to address it. Whatever. Now, I've been catching up with some videos that people have done on it, you know, and who've read the novels and the comics and all that good shit. So I get an idea what happened between Seven and Chakotay, more or less, and I'm going to leave it at that. All right. But we're not here to talk about Star Trek Picard, although we could. But not today. I'm still waiting to catch up on Sister Wives, uh, the last se uh, the last episode of the season. So, there's that. But, well, for now, let's just get right to it, y'all. Like I said. Well, anyway, I just told you so. Let's begin. Okay, Valentine's Day, which is Monday, February 14th. Now... Valentine's Day is also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine, or Valentine. Is it Valentine or Valentine? I don't know. Well, we're going to say it either way around here. It's celebrated annually on February 14th. And the significance of the day is Feast Day of St. Valentine, the celebration of love and affection. Well, ain't that just precious? Whew. Okay. First, we're going to go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia can be our friend sometimes. Anyway. Alright, here we go. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure I'm on the right page. Alright, this may be a long one, y'all. So, buckle up. This article is about the romantic holiday in... Okay, we're, we're going to skip that word today. And basically, you can just read it for yourself. It's all in Google, so you can go find it. Okay. I'm going to try to keep the struggle words to a minimum today. I'm just going to be honest. Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine, which is what we discussed five seconds ago, is celebrated annually on February 14th. It originated as a Christian feast day honoring one or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine and through later folk traditions has become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. Now, I thought actually was well, more commercial than anything, but apparently it does have some significance, apparently. So, the things you read on. Okay. Interesting. Fascinating. There are a number of martyrdom stories associated with various Valentines connected to February 14th. 
including an account of the imprisonment of St. Valentine of Rome for ministering to Christians persecuted under the Roman Empire in the 3rd century. Well, goddamn, it's like that, huh? Ooh, they're persecuting everybody. According to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. Well, ain't that just nice? No, I'm being serious. If that happened, that's great. That's beautiful. Numerous later additions to the legend have better related to it to it to the theme of love. An 18th century embellishment. Is that? Yeah, I think that's embellishment to the legend claims he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed "Your Valentine" as a farewell before this his execution. Oh, girl, oh boy, cupcake. Whew, androgynous. Another tradition po poet posted that St. Valentine performed weddings for Christian soldiers who were forbidden to marry. Well, that just sucks. Anyway, make marriage more desirable, I guess, huh? Anyway, there is a tradition that the Feast of St. Valentine was established by Pope... Here we go with these names. Genelas... I almost spell it, y'all. G-E-L-A-S-I-O-U-S in A.D. 496, or rather, 496 A.D. They wrote it in reverse. I don't know. Maybe I'm supposed to say that. Well, I don't know. Anyway, to be celebrated on February 14th in honor of St. Valentine of Rome, who died on a date in A.D. 269. Damn. Whew. Anyway, the feast is found in the Galatian... Sacramentary. Is am I reading that right? Sac Sacramentary. Oh, I'll spell it. I think I got it though. S A C R A M E N T A R Y, which was compiled after. Good Lord. Gelinus. We're just gonna say Gelinus. I'm sorry. I know I'm pronouncing it and butchering it, but we're gonna pronounce it Gelinus. I'm sorry. We're just gonna have to. Compiled after Gelinus meaning that it has been observed since at least the 8th century. That long, huh? Ooh. The day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th centuries when notions of courtly love flourished, apparently by association with the lovebirds of early spring. Oh, ain't that precious. In 18th century England, it grew into an occasion in which couples expressed their love for each other by presenting flowers, offering con confectionery, and sending greeting cards known as Valentine's. Valentine's Day symbols that are used today include the heart-shaped outline, doves, and the, and the figure of the winged Cupid. Or the Greek version, Eros, as a side note. Since the 19th century, hard, handwritten Valentine's have given way to mass-produced greeting cards. In Italy, St. Valentine's keys are given to lovers as a romantic symbol and an invitation to unlike the giver's heart, as well as to children to ward off epilepsy, called St. Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Malady. God damn, really? See, I didn't know all that, y'all. I need a minute, y'all. Mm. 
Now, St. Valentine's Day is not a public holiday in many countries. In any country. Apparently not. Although it is official feast day in in the Anglican community, communi oh, I'm going to spell this, y'all, because I'm losing it. A-N-G-L-I-C-A-N communion. And the Lutheran Church. There we go. Many parts of the Eastern Orthodox Church also celebrate St. Valentine's Day on July 6th in honor of Roman Presbyter St. Valentine and, the, and on Ju July 30th in honor of I'm going to spell this because of, mm, H I E R O M A T R Y R. Hero Martyr? Hero Martyr? Valentine, the Bishop of. I'm going to spell this, y'all. I'm sorry. I N T E R A M N A, modern turning. Well, goddamn, it's like that, huh? Whew, girl, I can't. That was a whole lot for me. And then here's also 1909 Valentine's Day car, which is a picture there, you know, because 1909. Also called St. Valentine's Day or the feet. Okay, we all know that. I'm going to let you look that up if you want to. Okay. Now the history and legend. Let's see how long this is. And it goes on. All right. Well, you know, we're going to read it. Okay, on to the history. Whew. All right. This is a whole lot. It's actually a lot more involved than I thought it was going to be. Awesome. Numerous early Christian martyrs were named Valentine or Valentine, which I did not know. The Valentines honored on February 14th are Valentine of Rome or Valentis Preserve in Rome. I'm sure I butchered that, but you get the idea. And Valentine of Turney. I'm just going to let it be at that. There is a, you know, but anyway, we're moving on. Valentine of Rome was a priest. With a, Valentine of Rome was a priest in Rome, which, you know, obviously. Who was martyred in 2669 and was added to the calendar of saints by Pope Galenus. In 496, and was buried on the Via Valeminia, F-L-A-M-I-N-I-A, the relics of St. Valentine was kept in the church of, in, in the church and catacombs of St. Valentino in Rome, which remained an important pilgrim site throughout the Middle Ages until the relics of St. Valentine was transferred to the church of St. Santa Prosette, I'm going to spell this, y'all. It got these struggle words for me. P-R-A-S-S-E-D-E. -E, during the personification of Nicholas V or something. It's in Roman numeral, so you get the IV. The flower-crowned skull of St. Valentine is established in the Basilica of Santa Maria in Cosmet. God damn these words. C-O-S-M-E-D-I-N, Rome. Other relics are found at White Flare Street, Carsomit, Carsomit Lake, 
Church in Dublin, Ireland. Well, goddamn, that's a whole lot. Again, that that Irish Italian connection. Anyway, hold on. Anywho, continuing on. Valentine of Turney became Bishop of... Again, with these damn words. <laughs> I-N-T-E-R-A-M-N-A, now Turney, in central Italy. And is said to have been martyred during the persecution under Emperor Aurelian. I'll spell it just in case I'm pronouncing that name wrong. A-U-R-E-L-I-N-A-A-L-I-A-N. Aurelian. In 273. He is buried on the Via Flamia. Or Flaminer. Or Flaminier. Flaminia. Spell it again. F-L-A-M-I-N-I-A. But in a different location from Valentine of Rome. His relics are the Basilica. I'm gonna spell. I'm just gonna start spelling these words because I'm taking too long reading this. B a s i l i s. I mean C a of Saint Valentine, in Turney. Professor Jack B. Auch of the University of Kansas notes that abstracts abstracts of the art of the arts of of two saints were in nearly every church and monastery of Europe. The Catholic Encyclopedia also speaks of a third saint named Valentine who was mentioned in early martyrologies under date of February 14th. He was martyred in Africa with a number of companions, but nothing more known is known about him. A relic claimed to be St. Valentine of Turney's head was preserved in the Abbey of Newminster, Winchester, and venerated. Well, goddamn. Good for him. Okay, that was a whole lot. I need a minute, y'all. Okay, continuing. February 14th is celebrated as St. Valentine's Day in various Christian denominations. Which is interesting. It has, for example, the rank of commemoration. I'm going to spell it. C-O-M-M-E-M-O-R-A-T-I-O-N in the calendar of saints in the Angelan Communion, which I think we just read about not that long ago. In addition, the feast day of St. Valentine is also given in the calendar of saints of the Lutheran Church, which, again, I think we've read again, but, you know, not like being sure. However, in 1969, the revision of the Roman Catholic calendar of saints, the feast day of St. Valentine on February 14th was removed from the general Roman calendar and regulated to a particular local or even national calendars for the following reason. 
Though the memorial of St. Valentine is ancient, it is left to a particular calendar since, apart from his name, nothing is known of St. Valentine, except that he was buried on, on the Via Flamia, Flaminia on February 14th. God damn, it's like that. Mm. I guess it's not just a greeting card holiday, huh? <laughs> anyway, the feast day is still celebrated in Balzan, or Bazin, B-A-L-Z-A-N, Malta, where relatives of the saint are claimed to be found, and also throughout the world by traditionalist Catholics who follow the order, pre-Second Vatican Council, calendar C, general Roman calendar of 1960. Okay. In the Orthodox, in the Eastern Orthodox Church, Saint Valentine is recognized on July sixth, which we read not that long ago. In which Saint Valentine, the Roman Presbyter, is honored. In addition, the Eastern Orthodox Church observes the feast of Hero Martyr, or I'm gonna spell it H I E R O M A T R T Y R. Valentine, Bishop of, let me spell it. I-N-T-E-R-A-M-N-A on July 30th. Okay, that was a whole lot. And of course, we'll read the legend in a minute, but oof, let me take a minute there because that was a whole lot, a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Not a bad thing, just is. Okay, now we go on to legends. Whew. Girl, I can't. Androgynous, non-binary, I can't either. I swear. Okay, let let's get let's get cracking. J. C. Cooper, in the Dictionary of Christianity, writes that Saint Valentine was a priest of Rome, who was imprisoned for securing persecuted Christians. Am I pronouncing that? Am I? Hold on, let me just spell that word just to make sure. S U C C O R I N G. I feel a little off on that word, but okay. Anyway, com contemporary records. Contemporary records. There we go. I got that word. Anyway, let me stop. Contemporary records of Saint Valentine were most probably destroyed during the. I'm gonna spell it. D I O. C-L-E-T-I-A-N-I-C, persecution, persecution, there we go, persecution, in the far, early 4th century. In the 5th or 6th century, a work called Passio Mari or Miri, M-A-R-I-I, at M-A-R-T-H-A-E, published a story of martyrdom, hey, I got that word, for St. Valentine of Rome. Perhaps by barring tortures that happen to other saints. Ooh, girl. Ooh, boy. As was usual in the literature of that period, the same events are also found in BD's Martyrology. A B, yeah, BD's, like B E D E, possibly S, Martyrology, which was compiled in the 8th century. And states that St. Valentine 
was persecuted as a Christian and interrogated by Roman Emperor Claudius II in person. Claudius was imprisoned by Valentine. Well, sorry, was impressed by Valentine and had a discussion with him, attempting to get of the, attempting, attempting to get to get of this. He was executed before his execution. He is reported to have performed a miracle. Excuse me, by healing Julia, the blind daughter of his jailer. Astera, Astera, Astera-Aurelius, 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 A-S-T-E-R-I-U-S, the jailer's daughter and his four, and his 46-member household, family members and servants, which would make sense, came to believe in Jesus and were baptized. Well, all right, I guess that's your thing, more power to you, I say. Anyway, let's continue. A letter, a later, later, I'm saying letter, later, and I know how to, and I do know how to say later, y'all. <laughs> I'm not illiterate, I'm just bad at pronouncing certain words. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm taking too long, so let's get serious. A later Passio, or Passio, P-A-S-S-I-O, Repeated the legend, adding the po that Pope Julius I built a church over his spec. I'm gonna spell this word, y'all. S e p u l c h r e. It is a confusion with a fourth-century tribune called Valentino, who donated land to build a church at a time when Julius was a pope. Whew, okay, I need to take a second from that, y'all. Okay, and we're back. The legend was picked up as fact by later martyrologies. Yeah, martyrologists or martyrologies? Yeah, I think it's martyrologies. Stating with BD's martyrology in the 8th century. It was repeated in the 13th century in, in the Golden Legend. God damn. It's like that. There is an additional embellishment to the golden legend, which according to Henry Angzer Kelly Angsga Kelly Angzer Kelly I'm going to spell it because I feel like I'm pronouncing that, that name wrong. A-N-S-G-A-R Angsga? That, that sounds about right, right? Anyway. Uh, was added in the 18th century and widely repeated on the evening before Valentine was to be executed. He is supposed to have written the first Valentine card himself. Well, I guess that would make sense. Addressed to the daughter of his jailer, which we went over, Arturius, who was later no longer blind, signing as your Valentine. The expression from your Valentine was later adopted by modern Valentine letters. Okay, that sounds about right. I mean, you know, letting, you know, embellishment tend to happen. So I guess that makes sense. 
This legend has been published by American Greetings and the History Channel. Well, goddamn. Go, come through, History Channel. Come through. Mm. Okay, John Fox, I, I can pronounce that name with an E, apparently, at the end, but, you know, John Fox. I don't think it's Foxy, I think it's Fox. I'm just being a little funny. <laughs> it just proves that sometimes we all spell our names a little differently. Okay, John Fox, an English historian as well as the Order of Carm... I'm going to spell this. These damn struggle words. C-A-R-M-E-L-I-T-E-S state that St. Valentine was buried in the Church of Praxedes, or P-R-A-X-E-D-E-S, in Rome, located near the century of St. Hippolytus. Thank God I watched Wonder Woman, because at least I know how to pronounce that mostly. Hippolytus. You know, like Hippolyta, but you know, with a T with a T U S at the end. Hippolytus. Say it with your chest, people. Saint Hippolytus. All right, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let me move on. Oh my God. Ooh. This order says that, according to legend, Julia herself planted a pink blossomed almond tree. Ooh, that sounds nice. Near his grave today, the almond tree remains a symbol of abiding love and friendship. Oh, I can see why. Okay. Another embellishment suggests that St. Valentine performed clandestine, there we go, clandestine Christian weddings for soldiers who are forbidding to marry. Again, y'all making marriage a little too appetizing when you forbid this shit. I'm just saying. Anyway, the Roman Emperor Claudius II supposedly forbid this in order to grow his army. Again. Let me take a minute there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he supposedly forbid this in order to grow his army. Mm-hmm. I bet he did, allegedly. Believing that married men did not make for good soldiers. Yeah, and still today. Okay. All right. Moving on. However, George Munger. Yeah, I think I'm actually pronouncing his name. George Munger, M-O-N-G-R. Yeah, I think I am actually pronouncing that one right. Munger writes that this marriage ban was never issued and that Claudius II told his soldiers to take two or three women for themselves after his victory over the Goths. I see we're starting to find some contradictions, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't born. Neither were my parents, apparently. I'm just saying, I don't know. You never know. Anyway, moving on. According to legend, in order to be to re remain to remind these men of their vows and God's love, Saint Valentine is said to have cut hearts from parchment, giving them to these soldiers and persecuted Christians. 
a possible sign of the widespread use of hearts on St. Valentine's Day. Well, ain't that just fascinating? Oh, my God. I guess it's not just a greeting card holiday, after all. Hmm. Supposedly. Ooh, fascinating. I got to sit in some more of this wine, y'all. Mm. That was a whole lot for me. As I'm sure it's a whole lot for you. Okay. Let's get to it. St. Valentine supposedly wrote a purple, wore a purple amethyst ring. I'm saying wrote, wore a purple amethyst ring. Oh my God. <laughs> and I actually can read very well for the most part. Mostly. Although. Anyway. Customarily worn on the hands of Christian bishops with an image of Cupid engraved in it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cupid. And shout out to his Greek counterpart, Eros, during this time. Anyway, a recognizable symbol associated with love that was legal under the Roman Empire. Roman soldiers would recognize the ring and ask him to perform marriage for them. Well, God damn, it's like that. It's like a good calling card. And who don't like an amethyst now and again? Mm, I said it. Probably due to the association with St. Valentine, amethyst has become the birthstone of February, which is thought to, thought to attract love. That and help with psychic abilities, too, as a side thing. Oh, that's not in Wikipedia, but, it, you know, I'm just saying. Let me throw that in there for you. Anyway, moving right along. Folk traditions. Oh, God, this isn't too long. Uh-huh, okay, yeah, I mean, you know, we got a little bit more going on here. Uh, but that's all right. I mean, this is the Valentine's Day episode, so, mm-hmm, okay. I know I probably should learn to pretty read some of this, but I'll be honest, sometimes I just, I just don't. I just can't, I mean... I should, I know I should. You know I should, I know I should, the world knows I should, but whatever. Uh, folk traditions. Okay, there we go. Folk traditions. While the European folk traditions connected with St. Valentine and St. Valentine's Day have become marginalized by modern customs, which is why I think most of us think it's a greeting card holiday purely, but... Apparently it's not, or at least not just. Connecting the day with romantic love. There are still some connection with the event of spring. Which would kind of make sense. Going back with our Lupercalia episode, I guess, yesterday. At least, kind of all connected. Anyway, moving on. While the custom of sending cards, flowers, chocolates, and other gifts associated in the UK, originated in the UK, I'm sorry, asso- originated in the UK, there we go, Valentine's Day still remains connected with various regional customs in England. In Norfolk, a, ca- a character called Jack Valentine knocks on the rear door of, ho- of houses, leaving sweets and presents for children. Guess it's like a Valentine's Day Santa Claus, huh? Hmm. Come through, Jack Valentine. Anyone. Although he was leaving treats, many children were scared of this mytho- mytho- mythical be- person. I mean, I would be scared, too. The fuck? Shit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's why you gotta be careful who you invite in your life. More ways than one. Allegedly. And so, Slovenia. Yeah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Slovenia. I'm gonna spell it just to be sure. S-L-O-V-E-N-I-A. Slovenia. Just in case. St. Valentine, or Zod... Oh, God damn, these names. Zedrovko. I'm going to spell it. 
S-D-R-A-V-K-O was one of the saints of spring, and the saint of good health, and the patron of beekeepers and pilgrims. Hmm. Fascinating. A proverb says that Saint Valentine brings the key, the keys of roots. Plants and flowers start to grow on this day. It has been celebrated on the day when the first work in the vineyards and in the fields commences. It is also said that birds propose to each other or the, or marry on that day. I mean, I guess they do. I mean, who am I to say they don't? You know, go ahead for the birds. Valentine's Day has only recently been celebrated on the, uh, as the Day of Love. Apparently, the Day of Love was traditionally March 12th. See? Mm. See, I did not know that. The St. Gregory, yeah, St. Gregory's Day, or, or February 22nd, St. Valent- Vincent's Day. The patron of love was St. Anthony, whose day has been celebrated on June 13th. We'll see. All right, then. Fascinating. No, I mean, I'm being serious. It's fascinating. It's apparently a lot more into this holiday than I always thought. I need a minute, y'all, because I'm feeling a bit parched. Okay. Now I'm back, y'all. I'm sorry. Somehow I have to take a minute, y'all. I really do. Connection with romantic love. Possible ancient origins. Oh, God damn, it's like that. All right. No evidence has been demonstrated to link St. Valentine's Day and the rites of the ancient Roman personification festival of Lupercalia. That's interesting. All right. Now, now, despite persistent and sometimes detailed claims by many authors to the contrary, nor to any other, or not to any, or nor to any otherwise unspecified Greco-Roman holiday, 
supposed to have celebrated love or fertility. Interesting. The celebration of St. Valentine is not known to have any had any romantic con connections, basically, but I'll spell it just being the same side. C-O-O-O-T-A-T-I-O-N condemnations until Clausius poetry. C-H-A-U-C-E-R possibly S's poetry about Valentine's Day in the 14th century. Some 700 years after the celebration of Lupercalia is believed to have ceased. Well, that would make sense, actually. In ancient Rome, Lupercalia was observed February 13th through the 14th, 15th, I'm sorry. God damn. Which would make sense why I had that wiki with my friends yesterday I told you about. In ancient Rome, Lupercalia was observed February, through February 13th through the 15th. It was a right connected connection to personification, or purification, purification, and health. And had only slight connections to fertility as part of health. Okay, that makes a little more sense, I suppose, if we're going to go with that. And, and none to love. I guess that would make sense, actually. But again, this is why we read up these things. Anyway, Lupercalia was a fest was a festival local to the city of Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. The more general festival of Juno Fabrura, which we read about yesterday, meaning Juno the, prefer- the Purifier, or the Chase Juno, was celebrated on February 13th through the 14th. Pope, again with these damn Pope, Gallienus. Four, 492, 496, abolished Lupercalia. Bet he did. Some researchers have theorized that Galenus replaced, the first replaced Lupercalia with a celebration of, of the purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which, again, I think we read about yesterday, and claimed a connection to the 14th century's connection of romantic love. But there is no historical indication that he ever intended such a thing. Also, the dates do not fit because at the time of Galenus I, the feast was only celebrated in Jerusalem. Okay. And it was on February 14th only because Jerusalem placed the Nativity of Jesus Christmas on January the 6th. Although it was called Personification of the Blessed Virgin Mary, it also dealt with the presentation of Jesus at the Temple of Jerusalem's Jerusalem's personification of the Blessed Virgin Mary on February 14th because the, the presentation of Jesus at the temple on February 2nd as it was introduced to Rome and other places in the 6th century after Galenus's time. Alright. Albion Butler in, the, in this life of the principal saints claimed without proof that men and women in Lupercalia drew names from a jar to, to make couples and that modern Valentine's letters originated from this custom. Mm-hmm. In reality, this practice originated in the Middle East in the Middle Ages with no link to Lipercalia. Good to know. With men drawing the names of girls that reign them to couple with them. Mm-hmm. This custom was combined by pre combated with this custom was combated by priests, for example, by Francis de Sales around sixteen hundred. Apparently, by replacing it with a religious custom of girls drawing the names of apostles from the altar. That doesn't sound fun. Anyway, however, this religious custom is recorded as soon as the 13th century in the life of St. Elizabeth, Elizabeth of Hungary. 
So it could have had a different origin. Apparently it might have. Anyway, let me take a break from that. Anyway, basically this goes on and on about, you know, some of the stuff about Valentine's Day. So, it's in Wikipedia, so I'm going to let you all read that if you want to. So let's just read some smaller stuff because, girl, ooh, if I have any more of these struggle words, we're going to be here all day. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm being serious. Okay. Okay, we'll read from History of Valentine's Day. Hopefully it's not too long. And then we'll get in a little story time. And then we'll close. Okay. All right. Okay, there we go. We'll read seven things you didn't know about Valentine's Day. I think that'll cover most of it. Where did Valentine's Day originate from? The history of the, val of the holiday. And the story of its patron saint is, surrounds and is shrouded in mystery, apparently. We do know that February was long been celebrated as a month of romance, and that St. Valentine's Day, according to them, as we know it today, contained vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition, allegedly, according to them. Although, if we're going to go by Wikipedia, that's not necessarily always true, but okay. There's always seemed to be conflict around here. But also, with St. Valentine's Valentine. And how did he become associated with this ancient rite? The Catholic Church recognized at least three d different saints named Valentine or Valent and Valentinos, all of whom were martyred, which we all know. One legend contains that Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome when Emperor Claude... Okay, we know that. Okay, you know what? Hmm. Okay, now we'll, we'll read it again just to be on the safe side, because they'll say something different probably, as most places do. Okay, one legend contains that Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome, when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers with the, that than those with wives and families. He outlawed marriage for young men, Valentine, realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When Valentine's, Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death still. Others insist that it was St. Valentine of Turney, a bishop who was a true namesake of the holiday. He too was beheaded by Claudius outside of Rome. So, there seems to be, again, depending where I'm reading from, different conflicts apparently. Other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured, according to one legend. An imprisoned Valentine actually set the first Valentine greeting himself after he fell over the young girl, possibly his jailer's daughter, which apparently allegedly he cured with, you know, blindness. Okay, they're, they're basically saying the same thing, so. Alright, so in conclusion, basically, Valentine's Day... It's not necessarily just a greeting card holiday. On the other hand, there seems to be 
debatable legends and where it started and blah, blah, blah. That's basically what I'm finding. And of course, if everyone wants to read more, I will provide the link and then everyone can, you know, go from there. Because it sounds like a whole lot. I'm just going to be honest, y'all. Okay. Now, I'm thinking about if I'm going to finish this reading, you know, from Wikipedia because it sounds like a whole lot, honestly. You know, uh, we'll read from the parchment. Chisler's Parchment of Fowls. And then we'll end it there with that. And then I'll just go to a quick personal story and then we'll end. The first recorded association of Valentine's Day with romantic love is believed to be in the Parliament of Fowls in 1382 by Gregory Chancellor, a, a dream vision portraying a parliament or part, yeah, par, yeah, parliament for birds to choose their mates. I mean, I guess. Go ahead for the birds. Honoring the first anniversary of the engagement of 15-year-old King Richard II of England to his 15-year-old Anne of Bohemia. God damn, they'd be marrying quick back in the day. Chancellor wrote in Middle English. For this was on St. Valentine's Day, when every foul foal cometh there to chase his make. To chase his make of every kind that men tyke think may and that so huge a north gen they make. God damn. Then earth and air and tr and every lake so far was the that on earth was the was their was their space for me to stroll so full was all the place. God damn. Oh my god. It makes it sound like it. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I'm so mm, I guess I had to live in that century not to really pronounce it properly. In modern English, for this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird comes there to chase his mate, his match. Of every kind that men may think of, and that so huge a noise they had begun to make that earth and air and tree and every lake was so full that not easily was there space for me to stand so full was all was all the place. Well, god damn. Ooh, come through, I guess. Readers have uncritically assumed that Chancellor was referred to February 14th as Valentine's Day. Okay, I'll, I'll probably do the same thing. Henrik Agner Kelly, again, we read him again, was observed that Chancellor may have had in mind the feast of St. Valentine's Day, St. Valentine of Genoa, you know, like Genoa City, you know, for, for people who watch Young and Restless. Anyway, an early bishop of Genoa who died around A.D. 307. It was probably celebrated on May 3rd. A, treat, a treaty provided for Richard II and Anne's marriage, and the subject of the poem was signed on May 2nd, 1381. Okay. Oh, and it just goes on from there, but, um, fuck it, I'll, I'll finish reading it. Jack B. Auch notes that the day on which spring begins has changed since Chancellor's time because of the president procession of the equinoxes and the introduction of, of the more accurate Gregorian calendar, so they say, only in 1582, on the Julian calendar to use in Chancellor's time. February 14th would have fallen on a date now known as February 23rd, a time when some birds have started mating and nesting in England. 
Chancellor's Parliament of Fowl refers to a supposedly established tradition, but there is no record of such a tradition before Chan Chancellor, or Chaucer, C-H-A-U-C-E-R, the speculative diversion of, diversion of sentimental customs from the distant past begun with the 18th century antiquities, notably Alban Butler, the author of Butler's Lives of Saints, and has been perpetrate. I'm gonna spell this damn word. P E R P E T U A T E N or D, even by respectable modern scholars. Most notably, the idea that Valentine's Day customs participate, perpetuated, yeah, there we go, those of the Roman Lupercalia has been accepted uncritically and repeated in various forms up until the present. Three other authors who have made poems at birds mating on St. Valentine's Day around the same years. Alton D. Grant Grandson from Savory, John Gore from England, and a knight called Pardo from Valencia, Cheshire, most probably predated all of them. That makes probably more sense. But due to the difficulty of dating medieval works, it is not possible to assert to a saying which of the four may have been influenced to the others. Okay. And we'll just go into courtly love, and then, you know, we'll go right to story time, and then we'll end the show. All right. The Court of Love. The earliest description of February 14th as an annual celebration of love appears in the Charter of the Court of Love. The charter, allegedly issued by Charles V, I think I got it right, of France, or the Charles what whatever, it's VI, so it's something. At Mantisley Jolet, or Jolet, like Angelina Jolie, in 1400, describes lavish festi festivities to be attended by several members of the royal court, including a feast among song and poetry competitions, jousting, jousting, and dancing. Amid these festivities, festivities, the attending ladies would hear and rule on dis disputes from lovers. God damn, really. No record of the court exists, and none of these names in the chapter was presented at Mantise or Martise, except Charles's queen, Isabel, or Isabu, of Bolivia. Bolivia. I don't think it's Bolivia, though. It's B-A-V-A-R-I-A, who may have well imagined it all while waiting out a plague. Well, I guess so, shit. I mean, that's very creative for waiting out a plague, girl. Who am I to judge? Anyway, that was a whole lot. And I got that from Wikipedia if you want to go look at it. Okay, anyway. So, now that we've all learned, even if I butchered quite a few names, <laughs> that Valentine's Day, depending what's true, what's not true, allegedly, that it's not just a greeting card holiday, or at least it wasn't once upon a time, a very long time ago. Now... No, apparently it did have some significance. So, suffice to say, it is what it is. And it kind of reminds me of what's been going on over the years with everything. Everything has to start somewhere, depending how debatable it is. And, of course, most of my Valentine's Day sh sucked. Although I did have my first date with my first husband on that day, when we first had our first date, so that's the anniversary of that. And, of course, for most of that time... Most of my time on Valentine's Day sucked until recently. I mean, it kind of sucks. I'm thinking about what's-his-face. 
But yet I kind of don't because I have the loves of my life with me now. So, all in all, even if it wasn't based on just a greeting card holiday, it did have some significance. Whether or not it had anything to do with Lupercalia, I guess depending who you read, it probably did, it probably didn't. But either way, I guess it's what you make it. So yeah, I guess maybe now it's just a greeting card holiday. But I guess we can make it mean something if we want to. And maybe that's why, even though I always had sucky holidays with Valentine's Day, or sucky time with, you know, with Valentine's Day, I guess I always believed in it because it, it was a holiday about love. At least now we think of it as that, if that. Maybe that's why I never fully gave up on the holiday. And even now, even this year, even though I'm a little sad and reminds me of that person, I still have the loves of my life. So, I guess there's that. Anyway, I'm going to close. I hope everyone has a good Valentine's Day, a good Lupercalia, or whatever you celebrate or don't. And I hope everyone is doing well. And next week will be the conclusion of this miniseries with Aphrodite or any other love deity. All right. May everyone have a good day and a good Valentine's Day. Many blessings to you all. Thank you.